Ty Brady here with Brady Insurance Marketing in the Ty Brady Way. As a successful entrepreneur myself, I'm passionate in helping other entrepreneurs do the same as they rise from rags to riches and get inspired each week on the stories they tell here at the Ty Brady Way. Today, we're going to talk about how to sell hospital indemnity and cancer plans when you're working with somebody that has a Medicare Advantage plan. One of the things that I hear all the time is people go in and say, well, they're on XYZ Medicare Advantage plan. It's what's best for them. They burn the lead and move on. And I think that's a big mistake because I believe that four out of four still need more. And back when I was out actively selling as a producer in the field is I would cross sell. And it's crucial and a couple of things that I've learned and perfected over the years, it's the words you use. So if I'm sitting down with a member and I have the, the benefits at a glance, and one of the first things that pops up is say, hey, so your monthly premium is zero or $33 or 96. Then you go to the next line item and usually you'll say, hey, there is no deductible for this insurance. You have day one dollar coverage, and but you do have a max out of pocket. And the max out of pocket could be 4,500 or 5,000 but I don't want you to worry about that max out of pocket because I'm gonna to talk to you a little bit later about some policies that will fill that gap. See, I'm setting it up as I'm going through the presentation and I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna to continue to go on. And oftentimes you're comparing two plans side by side. Maybe they're on XYZ carrier and you wanna move them to Swamp Life of Georgia and you're comparing them side by side so they can make an educated decision at the kitchen table or maybe you're doing it online via Zoom or however you do your business. And then you continue down and you're like, okay, well, the next thing is your primary care doctor is zero or $10 or 30. Your specialist is going to be 30 or 40. And as you and there's no referral required, or there may be a referral required. Your virtual visits to the doctor are going to be a $0 copay. These are all things I'm going through because you have to go through the booklet anyway when you're enrolling a member to make sure they understand the benefits. Then as you continue down, this is where it says hospital inpatient. And listen to the words that I use. You're on the hook for $345 a day, days one through five. Well, what do you mean I'm on the hook? Well, you're on the hook if you get admitted to the hospital and that's, the, that's where you're gonna, that max out of pocket, that copay is gonna apply to that max out of pocket. But I don't, again, I don't want you to worry about that. Now, I, I have a lot of different uh, hospital indemnity programs is where I'm keying that up for. And it could be with a bunch of different carriers, but I know that with most carriers, unless they're really, really sick, I can get them on a hospital indemnity plan to cover that copay because that is one of their biggest risks. You figure if it's $300 a day for five days, that's $1,500 the day they're, they're in the hospital for five days. So I don't want them to worry about that. And then I also say something like this, those policies range from $40 to $80 a month. Now I'm gonna get to the very end on the close and how I bring this all together and get it closed. There, the next thing I point out is you have a skilled nursing benefit because there's also skilled nursing riders in a lot of these hospital indemnity plans. And I say, well, your copay for skilled nursing days one through 20 is, is zero, but after 21 days, there's a copay. So I, again, I don't want you to worry about that. This is going to come into play if you had a hip surgery or a stroke, or you had to go from the hospital to a care facility to get you better, to get you home. But again, I don't want you to worry about that because there's programs that'll help fill that gap. As I continue on down, I'm going to continue to go through all of the, the copays that are on that benefits at a glance or the highlights, or if I'm comparing them side by side. And then I usually get to the part where it talks about cancer, diagnostic cancer procedures. Most plans have a 20% coinsurance if they get diagnosed with cancer. With cancer. That's going to be your, your, your um, 
radiology treatment, your chemo treatment, all of those things. And again, I'm gonna say you're at risk or on the hook of 20% coinsurance. But again, I don't want you to worry about that. So as I get all the way to the end, I, I get all the way to the end, I go through all the benefits, I hit the hot points in that benefits at a glance because the idea is I'm teeing it up for a hospital indemnity plan, a cancer plan, and a uh, skilled nursing plan or a short-term care plan. And as I go through that, they're listening and they're talking and there's some interaction, you know, like, you know, what about this, what about that? So I get to the end and I said, okay, so if I put you on this program right here and, you know, I can, and I can put you on a hospital indemnity plan and a cancer plan, it'll run you anywhere from $48 a month. How does that sound to you? Now, I committed them to a range of dollars because I don't like to sit down personally and, and run, a, run a benefit and be like, hey, it's going to cost you this. If I know I haven't committed for $80, then I'm going to go run a quote. And, the, and oftentimes, what I'll do is I'll open up the, the guidebook or the questions and say, start asking the health questions. So I want to know if they even qualify. And sometimes I'll do the takeaway saying, I don't know if you're going to even qualify for this program. I may get into the health questions and I didn't ask very on the front end. They've had cancer in the last five years or 10 years, whatever the policy is. And then I can't write the cancer plan. But the idea is it's the words you use. You know, insurance is about offsetting risk. You're on the hook. You're at risk for these dollars. And you can help offset that risk for 40 to $80 a month. And usually by that, they're like, oh, yeah, I get that. And then people are like, well, what policy do I choose? It, most of the plans that you're selling that are ancillary products, it's a bucket of money. It's that simple. It's okay. If you're diagnosed with cancer, you're going to get $5,000 check. Okay. I get asked, well, what happens if I get cancer again? Well, a lot of the programs that we have, they're reoccurring. So meaning after five years, it resets to the $5,000 again, because we know that they're 80%, 80% more likely to diagnose with another form of cancer if they've been diagnosed with cancer before. A phenomenal statistic, right? 83%. The other one is, is we know that one out of every two men and one out of every three women. So as I'm selling and I ask them, hey, has anyone in your, cancer, anyone in your family had, a, had cancer? Well, yeah. Has anyone ever been admitted to the hospital? Well, yeah. They had a stroke. You know, how did they pay for that copay or whatever? So I'm setting up the knee and then teeing it up so that when I get down to say, I need your banking information, I've asked the health questions, I'm writing the policy and saying, at the end, it's going to cost you $63.50 to give you a $5,000 cancer benefit. It's going to give you 120 days in a skilled nursing facility. It's going to give you 10 days in, a, in the hospital at $300 a day. And then I've given the benefits. I have them signed and I'm done. I have done this over and over and over and over again. And it's about the stories you tell and it's about how you set it up. So I don't want to hear somebody go in there and say, well, they're on the right Medicare Advantage plan. I couldn't help them. I'm like, are you kidding me? You didn't help them as an agent. You did not fill all of their gaps. You need to talk to them about cancer, heart attack, stroke. You need to talk to them about hospital indemnity. These are all gaps that you can fill and better cover them. Cover them. Uh, you know, as an insurance agent, the more policies you get in the house, the longer that policy holder stays on the books. But guess what? Not only that, you make more money. It's not about money, but you make more money. Uh, that's the reality. But at the end of the day, you're helping them better. I would rather have a phone call where somebody calls me up and says, Ty, I just got admitted to the hospital. What do I need to do? Hey, don't worry about it. Let's get a claim form, sit in. Um, you're going to have a check coming. How many days were in the hospital? You know, you have a policy that's $300 a day. You were there for five days. You're going to have a check for $1,500 coming in the bank or coming to you. In the, and they're like, okay, great. Or would I rather have a phone call? Well, you know what? That sucks. 
you know, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that, but you're gonna have to pay those copays because that's what we talked about on your plan. Which agent do you wanna be? Do you wanna be number one or do you wanna be number two? I'd rather be number one and not number two because I mean, in the last little while, believe it or not, I've had people call me up and say, hey Ty, can I get on that cancer plan you talked to me about four or five years ago? Because they didn't want to spend it. They didn't think cancer, they were gonna have cancer. They didn't think they were gonna get me to the hospital. I'm like, well, it's too late. You have to have those policies in effect before you get diagnosed with cancer, not after. And they're like, oh, I figured as much. But I do not like having those conversations. I'd rather have the conversation of the first lady I ever sold a policy to. It was a $50,000 lump sum cancer. She made the payment in November. She was diagnosed with cancer in January. It was luckily they caught it early. And the conversation I had with her is I said, do you have anybody in your family that's had cancer? And she's like, well, yeah, I had my cousin had, you know, this type of cancer, colon cancer, and, and my nephew had a cancer in his eye, and my mom had breast cancer. And, then she, and I said, is that a concern to you? And she's like, yes. I said, well, I can cover you for a $50,000 lump sum cancer policy for back in the day, it was probably 50 bucks a month. She made two payments on that policy, and they wrote her a check for 50 grand. It allowed her to go back to uh, do an experimental surgery at the source of the cancer, because she had breast cancer, and it cost her $28,000 cash because they didn't accept insurance and it was experimental. And then she was able to remodel her house with the rest of the money. That is power. And if you don't have stories of cancer plans or hospital indemnity plans, that, that then use some or find people that do. I had another guy that um, he went in and did a knee surgery and he was a home by himself. So he went into a skilled nursing facility because he had nobody that could help him or watch him. He spent 20 days in a skilled nursing facility. He's like, Ty, I got a check for 3,200 bucks. And he's like, that was great. And, he, and you know, it was a check to him. So the copay, even though the plan, the, the vanish plan covered that copay, he was still able to have a check um, to him. And then the last thing, so you've got hospital indemnity, cancer, heart attack, stroke, they get diagnosed with a stroke um, or a heart attack, they're gonna get a bucket of money. They're really easy policies to sell. What I would encourage you to do is make a commitment today to bring it up. And I will make you a promise that if you bring it up to the next 10 people you meet with at the kitchen table or on the phone, seven out of those 10 people will buy just by bringing it up. I promise you, it's that easy. You're gonna help the consumer, you're gonna help yourself, and you're not gonna be telling yourself, there's nothing I could do to help them. You can help them. Make them a policyholder, cover them against the risks. We're insurance agents. Our job is to protect consumers against risk. That's the definition of insurance. And as I like to say, do your job, do your J-O-B. Just bring it up. It's not a hard conversation, but it's oftentimes when I ask agents if they bring it up, they're like, no, I'm gonna go back. Are you kidding me? You're gonna go back? You never do. The be back bus never goes back, right? Make the decision today to bring it up, to sell cancer, heart attack, stroke, hospital indemnity, all of those programs, you'll be a better agent, your consumers will love you, and you'll have fun doing it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Type Radio Way. As always, share, like, and subscribe. Um, go to Instagram at ty.r.brady. And as always, love hearing from you. And let me know what you want to learn on the show or what you'd like me to bring up on the show. Thanks. You can find the Ty Brady Way on Instagram as well as Facebook. To stay connected with giveaways and Ty himself, go ahead and follow at ty.r.brady on Instagram as well as Facebook. This podcast was 
recorded, edited, and produced by Whitney Face Media Marketing. And the theme music is an excerpt from Hot Chicken of the Woods by Isaac Joel.